love the Jackson 5. Me too. Did they make a song that's not jumpy and fun? I guess they probably made a ballad or two, but man, they're fun to listen to. Yeah, they did Ben. What? Uh, they did that song Ben. And no one thought that Michael Jackson wasn't a little gay and pedophilia making a song about a guy? Well, it was about a bear, and he was a little kid at the time, so probably not. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. But it's a, it's a downbeat song. <laughs> they got stuff. They got repertoire in the catalog. I want to start coming out, like when I get called up for shows, I want to come out to a different Jackson 5 song. That's not a bad idea. It's a good hopper. Yeah. It's a crowd going. I love it. Yeah. That movie's on TV, the Jackson movie. It's five hours long. It's sad as shit. <laughs> it's it's really good. I remember my mom took parenting lessons from that movie. <laughs> Go Holy get a switch. Shit. Go pick a switch off the tree. Is that what? I don't remember that. Did yeah. they do that? I think so. Yeah. At least Shoeless she Joe got, Jackson. She got it somewhere. <laughs> hey guys, what's happening? This is Barroom Heroes. I'm Kevin Elliott. Hey, I'm Joe Jimmy. Chris will be here shortly. He had other stuff to do, but he'll be here when he gets here. It um, works. It, it was work. He wasn't just like. No, he's not fuck. He's not blowing off the show. Yeah, he's, he's like, just, I had other things to do. Stranger Things is almost done. Hold on. <laughs> no. Nothing Come on, like punish that. your episode 11. All right. <laughs> oh, look, he's right there. Hey. There he is. How Walking was the last into ep- the bar, Chris Centenny. How was the last episode of The Punisher? How was it? Yeah, that was the excuse I made for you. But <laughs> oh, no, dude. I. Uh... What's going on, guys? Also, up, why didn't you just say I'm like two minutes away? Oh, I don't know. I just I text you. I go. We're, we'll just start, and then whenever you get here, you well, know, just come right in, and we'll go. And you walked in. We just started. Well, uh, I was juggling my dinner, so uh, I was like, I better just send something back. Flaming hot Cheetos and watermelon slices. <laughs> Solid dinner. Yep. Gross watermelon. You had a shake for breakfast, a shake for lunch, and a sensible dinner. <laughs> Amen. I actually love watermelon. Good choice. It wasn't good. Watermelon slices are no good. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, man. Uh, Let's pay the bills. Let's get it over with from the beginning. Uh, SeatGeek, anything you guys want to go see event-wise, hit up SeatGeek. SeatGeek and promo code PUNCHDRUNK. Also, the National Watermelon Growers Association of America. Yes. $20 off if you do the the promo code PUNCHDRUNK. And uh, seedless, seedless on request. All you have to say is barroom heroes. Hey, what about uh, watermelon seed spitting contest? Isn't right. that a thing? I mean, somewhere, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I'm sure it is. It's gotta be. Should be a Merc has got talent. By the way, I got to talk to you about that after the show. You'd have to. Shoot I have a really a, good idea for it. You'd All have right. to shoot a seed out so fucking far for me to consider it an America's Got Talent level talent. Not America's Got Talent. Oh, America's Got Talent. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it's a little show in the works. Yeah, America. Uh, also, guys, if you have medical bills, go to medgotiate.com. And check out their website. They will negotiate your medical bills down, and you don't have to pay them a thing. They will take 20% of whatever your discount is, which is an awesome, amazing deal. Because I didn't know that you don't have to pay the total amount for the bills that they send you. You can negotiate them down. But why leave it to yourself? Give it to the experts. Go to medgotiate.com. M-E-D. Gotiate. What is that? G-O-T-I-A-T-E. Medgotiate.com. Had to piece it together, but yeah, that's it. I'm going to need that. I just swallowed a bunch of watermelon seeds, and I don't want no watermelon (laughs) growing in my belly, you know? (laughs) Uh, That'd be great if you were made of watermelon. 
Woo! I don't think it would be great. <laughs> nah, you probably same amount of water, <laughs> same amount of water makeup. <laughs> Guys, what's going on? How the fuck are you? I'm golden, man. How about you? I'm good. Good. Cool. Awesome. Are you as good as the Leangelo and Lamelo balls? Um, (laughs) I would say emotionally I'm much better off than them fucking shit man today they signed with Lonzo Ball's agent which means they cannot play college sports LaMelo who is a junior in high school they were he was going to go to UCLA forget it yeah the other Angelo was at UCLA never played forget it so they're they're going to go try and play overseas, which has never worked. Brandon Jennings is probably the, only, the the biggest success story of a guy that would have gone to college, played overseas for a year, and then went to the NBA. He did it. He was going to go to U of A to play college, but he wasn't smart enough. Yeah. So he couldn't get into any college, played a year overseas, sucked, got drafted in the NBA based on potential, and he's had a good NBA career. Same thing with uh, Josh Childress, right? But Childress played in the NBA, then went overseas. And oh, is that back. how it worked? Okay. Yeah. I'm talking about a guy that never even went to college. Like, they went to play overseas. Now, look, there are guys that played overseas from the beginning and made it to the NBA and are great, like Dirk Nowitzki and all that shit. But those are yeah. Europeans. Those are guys that started overseas. I'm talking about an American-born player that left high school and then went to play overseas till they were eligible to be in the NBA draft. There was a guy not too long ago that left high school after his junior year to play overseas for a couple years. He recently made it in the NBA like two years ago, played a, uh, 30 games for the Knicks, Yeah, and he's nowhere to be found from again. He was just a big guy. Um, so I don't care about the balls at all. Neither does your wife. But why would they – it's not like they need the money. No. So – why do that when your brand is because that's the thing they sell all the time is their brand and your brand is so much stronger if you have some kind of impact in college if you're overplaying in lithuania no one from america is going to give a fuck about the the balls unless they're trying to get like a worldwide brand outreach (laughs) they're going pitbull on it yeah that's what i'm saying mr worldwide they're just trying to like you know set up you know when you go to buy like a t-shirt from a band and it's like we have a North America and a rest of the world shop. Huh. You know, they have the different shops. Yeah, they're Maybe just that's trying what they're to, trying to do. They're just trying to single in on that China market. Yeah, to something. reduce shipping costs or whatever. <laughs> I will bet you. You know what kind of fucking market there is in China for basketball players? That's that's they smart got one for, then. Maybe, they got one for Transformers over there. Maybe they don't need to go to college. That's smart. Well, maybe, and you're right. Maybe they tested out of college with <laughs> yeah. an idea like that. <laughs> Here's your honorary degree in marketing, you genius. <laughs> I'll bet that they go overseas and try and get them both signed on the same team, and there will be a team over there that wants all the publicity in the world yep. and are going to pay them a bunch of money to play. Now, here's something a lot of people don't know, and I'll feed you a tip. Overseas teams, European, China, wherever, Italy, those basketball leagues, the most Americans they can have on a team is two. And then the rest have to be any other country because they look at Americans as far superior in basketball. 
which for the most part is true. We've won the Olympic gold medal year after year after year until we started bullshitting around and our stars didn't play. But the rest of the world's gotten better. So does does a team say, yeah, we'll take both of your kids and get rid of our other American? It's probably better than Lamelo, just for the publicity. You give me the balls, we'll give this guy the shaft. (laughs) (laughs) No joke. No joke. That better be the pitch. That better be the pitch. That's the name of this episode. That's for damn sure. You give me the balls, I'll give you the shaft. No, I'll give this guy. I'll the give shaft. this guy the shaft. Oh my god, dude, that's great, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it well, like where are they gonna move. play? St. Petersburg, Russia. They got a <laughs> basketball team. Moldova. The St. Petersburg neutral flags because <laughs> they can't compete anymore in the Olympics. It's uh, a really long title. Yeah, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> it will be worth it. I'm writing it down. It's great. Uh Joe with the joke of the year. Oh, well, for you. It's almost over. For you. <laughs> it's a short-lived title. Bros, uh anything else going on in your life like, you know, we put on the Coyotes Bruins game and they scored the Bruins scored in like the first 10 seconds. Yep. Hockey talk in Chris's corner. Real solid, real solid. How's start. everything going up in the NHL? Uh, are you, we talking personally or just generally? Dude, I think personally, more people want to get to know you. Yeah, it's a train wreck right now. Ah. Having a real hard time. But you're a Blackhawks fan with yeah. Bruins ties and a Coyotes fanfare. Right. So the Blackhawks are playing like the Coyotes. <laughs> and, and it's real frustrating. The Coyotes are achieving as much as I guess you could expect a team with no prospects to achieve. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for them. They're playing better than I thought. Um, you know, David Backus is back for the Bruins, so I hope they lose every Backus game. Backus is back. Yeah, so Make I hope... that a shirt. No. But it only says it on the back. Because I can't stand that guy. So I hope the you know the Bruins lose every game for the rest of the year now. Um, dude, the NHL is wild this year. It's like four teams that you would have never thought are up on top right now. It's like Winnipeg Jets, Nashville Predators. Uh, what Tampa Bay Lightning? All teams I don't like, so it's hard to be excited. You know, teams I hate—they're all on sure. top. Sure. Um, but you know what can I say? I I'm don't chill know. now, dude. I'm chill. Good, relaxing, and maxing. I'm the NBA guy. I love the NBA, and it is boring as fuck right now. Actually, well, a lot of at. guys got injured this past week, so it's like Stephen Curry's out. Uh, Devin Booker just went out for the Suns for a couple weeks. Let's talk about the Suns for a minute. They're fucked. I was going to uh, – you guys were talking about your corners, and I was like, well, as a Suns-Cardinals fan, I'm going to go kill myself. Hey, you're right. What I mean, dude. It's the like, Rams played the Cardinals last week. Did you watch? Yeah. What did you think? I thought it was a real weird game. Uh, I felt like um, – Bro, Coyote's just I got, scored. Uh, real hammered by the – Second quarter, and by the end of the game, I was like, "Fuck this garbage!" And uh, why though? Did you expect to win that game? Yeah, I expect to win every game, man. Really? Yeah, I go in with the uh, the thought of the mindset of how we could pull it off. Not that Peterson's- and if we don't, I'm upset. same with basketball. I go, as a as a fan, I think you go into every game, even if you know you're the underdog. You're like, "Well, we're the underdog," but 
if we can do X, Y, and Z by this time, this time, and this time, we got a real shot to take this. Sure, that makes sense. And so but every time they don't meet those expectations, that's like, also what are you doing? You're way, you're you're way, for this. but you're way more invested in an NFL regular season game than you are a Suns game. You're not watching every Suns game by the fourth quarter just saying "fuck this shit" because there's a million more games. Yeah, but for the NFL, we're getting down. There's four games left. Yeah, um, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, four games left. Oh, so, so, yeah, yeah. The the limited season does make the entire football season feel like an extended playoffs. Well, dude, it's like. Uh, we were kind of. He said the season's been boring, and that's been the same problem with hockey. I'm just like, there's nothing to get excited about yet. It's like the whole first half of the season feels like it means nothing. That's why I don't understand how people are baseball fans. <laughs> I like, love baseball. I know you do, but it's like, cool. You know why? It's like throwing fucking drops in a yeah. bucket and hoping you fill it up. I it's totally like, it's so get so many games. I totally we? get it, man. But it's to me, I also like watching golf and I watch baseball the same way I watch golf as just to relax because it does relax me. The yeah. playoffs are totally different. Playoff baseball to me is the best. That's what I'm saying. Do 30 games and the playoffs and how much more exciting is baseball? When guys Every are sport actually, is like that. I know, but when guys are actually giving a fuck instead of being like, well, it's that time well, of see, season when I just kind of rest on my laurels. If a baseball game you know? happened once a week on a Sunday, one game, the, it would be insane. Yeah. The stadium would be wild yeah. the entire time. That's what I'm saying. All right. So that's what, but that's what the draw to football is. Every game means something, right? I know that every Wait game means something in baseball. The Gerard? What? What'd you say? That's the Gerard of football? No. The I'm, draw to oh, football. Oh, the draw to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you had some word that I did not know. Uh, like, no, it's no. the Gerard. The of Gerard Mustaf. Some like French term that means like the essence no, I'm, of. I'm real nasally. <laughs> uh, the Gerard Mustaf of baseball. I just think, I don't know. The thing for baseball, though, is that you can, like with baseball, so the way I watch it is you can invest in a series. You know, so like, yeah, it's 162 games or whatever, but I know that the White Sox are playing the Indians four games this weekend, and I want to take three of them. You know what I mean? So you're like, but even that, it's like, all right, we're playing this team four times this weekend. What? There's been a couple. I of gotta times. fucking sit down four times throughout the weekend. You know how hard it is to sit down once in a weekend? I'm a busy dude. Well, dude, that's why. Like sometimes I do laugh though, because I'll be watching a game and I'll literally have deja vu and be like. Um, I've seen this game. He's gonna get a single here, and I'm like, "Oh, never mind. That was yesterday. <laughs> never mind." You do that? I want. I freak out sometimes. I'll be watching, and I'm like, "Oh, let's go ahead and bring this guy pitched yesterday. What is he pitching for?" <laughs> when Kevin compared it to golf, <clears throat> I was like, "Okay, that makes sense because sometimes golf will be on, and I'll go and like mow the lawn or do dishes or whatever, and I come back and it's still just on, and nothing's really happened." And baseball is kind of the same way. Game could be on for an hour and a half, and it'd be like, still 1-1. One, one. Cool. And it's like, all right, yeah, now I can go clean golf, the car. Dude, golf is the ultimate relaxation sport. <laughs> ultimate. A, it's the Bob Ross of sports. Oh, my God. I, I love watching golf. <laughs> dude, I'll put it on. And uh, he approaches the green. That's how I find – do you see, I find balance in life by doing all the extremes. You see what I mean? So, like, yeah. I'll watch You're seven episodes of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and then chill out with golf. Because <laughs> by the end of it, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. This is another, this is a reason why, because that comic or whatever, Shane Torres did that Guy Fieri bit that's, like, going all over the internet right now. 
Oh. Where he's like, why is everybody like shitting on yeah, guys? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been saying that for years. I didn't yeah. make a joke about it, but literally every time I see that guy. I didn't guy, make a joke about it because it's not a fucking joke. Leave guy very alone. That's kind of what it is, dude. It's like, yeah, it's just serious. Leave him alone. I've never seen a dude having a whatever, dude. It's just crazy. It's like Guy Fieri for seven hours, golf for seven hours. It's a perfectly balanced day. Did you see that guy, picture that was going around of Guy Fieri before he frosted his tips? Yeah. And you're like, wow. I understand why you have frosted tips. Oh, no, really? He looks goofy. Yeah. Dude is so legit, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I've, I'm, my Mount Rushmore is, for life is starting to get real etched in. What is it? It's Guy Fieri on it. Guy Fieri is for sure on it. Damn. Is a chicken wing one of them? No, I had to narrow it to people. Uh, (laughs) You only get four. That was the thing. It's like, no, I'm not kidding though. Chicken wings did like make the short list. I was like, what if it was just a drumette etched into stone? Uh, No, so Guy Fieri is a solid for sure. Okay. Bob Ross is a solid for sure. Nice. God, his fro etched in stone. The detail would be unreal. Magnificent. And I'm trying to decide. He's got a gross shrubbery all over it. That part of the mountain. Life-size chia. Hey, dude, Magnificent. Like Your third album should be called Magnificent, Henny. I'll do it. Thanks. Just for you. Third one. Guys, I think hit three albums worth of material. But uh, So Guy Fieri. Bob Ross. Yeah, there's a there's a heavy argument right now only between me and myself on whether I should include someone different or like if I could do two musicians, right? Because I'm like, I mean, Willie Nelson's probably on there, but Jimmy Buffett's also probably on there. Oh, mm, I think Jimmy he, looks better and is easier to carve than Willie. I say you as much as maybe give Willie like a statue at the bottom of the mountain and uh, save that four spot for a non-musician because you got to cook. Yeah, a painter, a painter, and a musician. It's art. That's Who, a, fair enough. Maybe, I mean, maybe. Uh, I don't know. A comic. Yeah, I don't like any of them. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but no, I'm uh, Carlin. Overrated. Get over yourself. <laughs> but no, that's what I'm saying. I'm. I mean, I'm line for the night. <laughs> get over yourself. It's you also like, before dude, the show. We no. were talking about how many people get over themselves. Dude, get over yourself. A lot. When I was in okay, when I was a senior in high school. I could not stop saying that to people to the point where I needed to get over myself. <laughs> like one time, a kid, like you'd be in class, a kid be like, "Hey, can you pass me a pencil?" I'd be like, "Hey, get over yourself, dude." It was at the point it where doesn't even make sense. That's why I was so yeah, perfect. Yeah. Hey, uh, can I go to the bathroom? And I yell from across the room, "Get over yourself!" <laughs> <laughs> to the point where the teachers be like, "Hey, you know, <laughs> Chris." Get over yourself. Get over yourself. <laughs> uh, you can go sit outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get over yourself. <laughs> Detention. Get over yourself. Oh, Expel. you're going to give me detention? Well, guess what, Miss Johnson? <laughs> get over yourself. <laughs> See, it works for everything. Yeah. It's the best um, until detention, and then you just stop. Then you got to go to the principal's office, and he's like, rah, rah, rah. And you're like, get over over yourself. <laughs> I don't know how much clearer and I can be. He has this existential crisis where he's like, oh my God, have I been on myself this whole time? Have I just on been like myself. huffing myself? Have I been not over myself? <laughs> have I been way too into myself this whole time? Am I making this school about me or the students? I need to get over myself. 
Anyways. That'd be great, dude. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Sketch. That's a sketch. Okay. I'll write it. <laughs> I think we I, just right, did. You no, that's it. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I'll write it. I'll Get over yourself. Back to the Get episode. over yourself. It was written already. It's yeah. written right now. <laughs> I'm going to start My doing it all over again. favorite is when Chris laughs hard. That's my favorite. That's when you know it's real fun. I'm when start, Chris pulls back to laugh hard. I'm going to start doing that again. <laughs> laughing hard again? No. No, I give up on laughing. But, uh, <laughs> Good. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you are in the right business. <laughs> I gave up laughing. <laughs> oh. When was the last time you went to a show and laughed real hard? Um... I'm not even saying that they're not funny. Right. I'm just saying, like, I'll go and I'll hear someone's best joke, and you're just like, get over yourself, dude. <laughs> we do a lot of shows together. We do. We do. <laughs> and guess what? And now I know. <laughs> Where our material stands. <laughs> It's, it's not, not about you. Approved. It's not about you. Get over yourself. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's never going to stop. I'm so upset. <laughs> now the episode is renamed to Get Over Yourself. <laughs> it's a new name of the podcast. <laughs> we just list people that need to get over it. That's themselves. all it is. It's an hour of just names being listed. Just reading out of the phone book. Joe Stenson. Oh, I saw an article Jonathan today. Turner. Ryan Reynolds is playing the voice Cole. of Pikachu in a new Cole movie. Hey, Ryan Reynolds, get over yourself. This <laughs> lady so at the gas station today wanted to let her daughter run all around the store and do whatever she liked. Hey, guess what, little girl? Get over yourself. Also, I rubbed all kinds of flaming hot Cheeto dust into my eyes. Oh, <laughs> let's take a break real quick because I got to pee. All right. All right. And we are back. Good break, you guys. Yeah, legit. Legit long, nice break for the listeners. A split second. Thanks for sticking with us. So, <laughs> for that, again, split second, you probably didn't even notice. Ooh. Unless you were so it's desperate gross. to get out of this podcast that you were like, did someone breathe out? <laughs> break? What? Gone. No! Guys, guess what? Remember last week when I brought up Cool Runnings and we went over the stuff about it? Yes. Yeah. So, the other day, the blind side was on TV, and I wanted to watch it with my son, so we did. And it's another true story movie, so I looked up some of the, like, if it matched up. Some does not. Seems like it's, <laughs> I don't know, man. When I, I saw that movie, uh, not in theaters. I wanted to, though. I so actually did, did want to go did, see it yeah. in theaters, because I was like, Sandra Bullock's pretty cool, and this is a good story. You know what I mean? So... Um, didn't saw it on what like Netflix or something? I don't even remember where I saw it. Sure. And I just remember watching the movie and being like, "Oh, I feel like the guy this is about might have something to say about." Yeah. It. Then, <laughs> cho- then I chose to never look that up. So <clears throat> I'm actually excited about this when you told me we were doing it. He I, did. I've never, I've never seen it, but just based off of the synopsis, I can tell you this discrepancies. <laughs> what I'm telling you is. <laughs> they could have just exchanged Sandra Bullock with John Candy from Cool Runnings and it would have been the same movie. <laughs> it seems like a very similar plot. And I'm pretty sure, this is just a guess, but the mom from Texas looks more like John Candy than Sandra Bullock. No, they guess. don't. No, no, no. I swear to God. 
The real mom? I don't know. No, she's good looking. It was Did Sandra she? Bullock. Okay. She actually looks kind of <laughs> okay. like Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock's like, damn, she's hotter than me. This never happens. <laughs> and they're way wealthier than she is too. So it's a double. Are you slap serious? The oh, face. they're like super wealthy. Yeah, they're wealthy? pretty wealthy. They're wealthier than Sandra Bullock. Probably. They should have a whole football team adopted by now. What are they doing? <laughs> Selfish bastards. I love Joe. All of a sudden, like, wait, they have a lot of money. Well, then what are they doing here? It's like a one-off publicity Pieces move. Of shit. Pieces Just of padding shit. your team with the fucking help. <laughs> the fuck? Padding your resume for when you pass on. <laughs> Jeez, lady. I know you got so mad, Joe. It's, I, it still seems like a cool story. Now though. that I know they're rich, it feels like a PR move. You know what yeah, I mean? See, that's, dude, okay. not at all. I made that mistake too. I did the same thing, and then I was like, "Dude, that's messed up." Like they really <laughs> went out of their way to like try and really change this guy's life. So, you know, I get your sentiment, but I had to step back and be like, "That's not fair. That's not fair at all." Is there a scene in the movie where it covers a four-hour conversation about whether or not they want this kid in their house? <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Because <laughs> if not, there was some discrepancies. Yeah, that movie's called Amistad. I oh. don't think it is. All right, he just blindsided me with that joke. <laughs> Speaking of, good segue. <laughs> oh, shit, dude! I feel so bad for making that joke. You should. Yeah, you kind of so might want to feel bad about that one. Uh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> You missed, so the blind side, You missed huh? our HR conversation before the episode Oh, God. I don't even oh, yeah. Want... I have no idea what's appropriate and inappropriate for the workplace. Yeah. I just... <laughs> I truly <laughs> don't. I don't know how I believe that. Coming <laughs> from the guy who screamed Amistad on our podcast. Yeah. We had a whole conversation. He's like, hold on. Is this sexual harassment? I was like, yeah. No, no, no. Sexual no. harassment. No, no, no. We don't talk about that on here. We're not going to because I was wrong every time. <laughs> yeah. No. I was like, there's no way. It makes no sense. And Joe would say one thing. I'm like, ah, yeah. That, no, that we'll sound work like on it. it. We'll work on that in private. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and I'm okay number, with that. No, number one management style is to praise in public, criticize in private. <laughs> so. I see you brought a bunch of notes about the blind side. What's that about? <laughs> I did. So The Blind Side, if nobody knows, it's a, a movie they made back in 2009. Came Is that out, old? Yeah, it came out November 20th, 2009. And uh, it's a true story based on a true story about Michael Orr, who, right. spoiler alert, makes it to the NFL. But he's this huge dude. Is he still in the NFL? I'm going to get to that. And that movie came out when? 2009. Damn. Okay. Well, he said he's <clears> going <throat> to get to it. Okay. Um, it was written. The movie was written by John Lee Hancock and Michael Lewis. Michael Lewis wrote a book about him um, and the whole story. So a lot of it is based off of that book. Um, and then John Lee Hancock also directed The Rookie. So if you've seen that, he's kind of a sports guy. Yeah. Um, but it's the whole story of, uh, of Michael Orr being, a kind of brought in and to this family, this white family in Tennessee. And, and he's this big kind of big player, big, big person. He's not a football yeah, player a in, the, in the movie. Yeah. He's just a big guy that, uh, comes from nothing and they kind of take him in and, and they give Why him all these opportunities. Um, do they explain <clears throat> in the movie? Not, do they explain not, in the movie? Not really. They just They're see just him. Like, hey, and, this kid needs help, and we're going to take him in. Yeah, yeah. Where do they find him? He, well, I'll I'll get to that too. Okay, because the story it's it's different. I even saw in the real movie, life and now I'm story. trying to remember that. So, all right, 
I feel like it was glossed over in the film a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm, circle, I'm not judging. I'm they just see saying him in a circle like, K. They're like, he looks sad. No, that's what... You like, want to go to a great big house with white people? <laughs> well, that's... No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I... In, I remember seeing the movie, and I don't remember this really, va- like, really specifically. So I'm wondering if they didn't kind of glaze, glaze, gloss over this. The dad's so, a high school coach, right? No. Oh. Never All mind. right. Let's just let him explain it. So we're this clearly is wrong. this is the. I'll give you the synopsis of the movie. Okay. And then we'll kind of break it down from there. So uh, Leanne Tui and Sean Tui, that's the husband and wife, uh, who take in the homeless teenage African American Michael Orr. Michael has no idea who his father is, and his mother is a drug addict. Both of those are true. Join the club. Michael is... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Way to make it about yourself, man. Get Way over. to make it about I'll yourself. I'll get over myself. Don't worry. Yep. <laughs> oh, Michael has had little formal education and few skills to help him learn. Leanne soon takes charge, however, as is her nature, ensuring that the young man has every opportunity to succeed. When he expresses an interest in football, she goes all out to help him, including giving the coach a few ideas on how best to use Michael's skills. They not only provide him with a loving home, but hire a tutor to help him improve his grades to the point where he would qualify for an NCAA Division I athletic scholarship. Um, and then Michael Orr was the first round pick of the Baltimore Ravens in the 2009 NFL Draft. Which Sounds is like true. they're real rich, so he doesn't need a scholarship, and it didn't explain how they met. Right. So, budget for the movie to make 29 million worldwide. Again, not answering. Made my 309 million. Um, made a ton of money. So, <clears throat> you keep they asking won, how they, they won found awards, it. right? Like an Oscar? I, or think, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't look at that. I don't. I don't look at that, but I will. Um. But yeah, I don't remember the answer to that one. Um, real story to kind of what was missed or portrayed differently in the movie. So the Tuies found out about Michael from their daughter who had a class with him. Right. So there's this whole prequel type of thing. And they show it a little bit in the movie on how he gets to the high school that he's in. <clears throat> but before he even met the Tuies. He had lived with this dude, Tony Henderson, who people call Big Tony. He had brought him in, and he got him into that high school. Um, at that time, he was 16 years old, and Michael Orr had a .06 GPA, which is what you pray to have when you get pulled over for DUI and get the breathalyzer. Yeah. Right? That's how shitty his GPA is. Yeah, wow. He was so... He was begging for him to get into this high school. He finally did, and then he was in this class with Collins, uh, Tui's the daughter. That's her name. She's hot, by the way, in real life. Fucking very good looking. Um, anyways. Sexual harassment talk. After she, came, she came home one day. She said, there's a really big guy in my class. He's new, and he's super quiet. Um, <clears throat> in the movie, they say that Sean Tui first spotted him at Collins' volleyball game. And that's bullshit because she never played volleyball. Um, he actually saw Michael Orr at basketball practice. He was just in the gym. And Michael Orr was on the basketball team, but he wasn't eligible to play. So he was just this huge dude who was like 6'2", 350 pounds. Um, and athletic and good at basketball. So good that he actually got runner-up for player of the year in high school in Tennessee his senior year. Which is awesome. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Leanne, who in the movie 
was like the first person to spot him was not. Um, Sean, the dad initially, or to help him out. I'm sorry. Yeah. The dad initially helped Michael out when he saw him and, and just kind of heard stuff from his daughter and started just buying him lunch every day at school. So it wasn't like, oh, Leanne sees him getting off of the bus and then walking in the rain or whatever yeah. the fuck. Uh, they okay. had already spotted him and knew about him, and the dad was buying him lunch every day because they had the money to. Yeah. And we're talking about, should we bring him in? Like, let's learn more about him. It was a couple months. It feels... I See, I haven't seen the movie, so I feel like I'm going to be way off base here. This feels weird. This feels like the first 45 minutes of Get Out or something. <laughs> like, it feels weird. Well, and, I mean, yeah, it does. It it is weird, isn't like, it? Hey, For us, this, it is. You see this underprivileged kid over here? He doesn't have a whole lot. Let's want to bring him in. Want to bring him into the family? Yeah, but I mean, maybe they're just trying to be nice people. Let's give him everything that he ever wanted. Let's do that. It just feels weird to me. I don't know. Maybe because I grew up uh, in a situation that wasn't the greatest, and no rich white family ever was like, "Hey, you want to come come live with us?" So. Where's my rich white family? I could have been in the NFL, dude. But a lot of later on in his life, like after the movie That's came all out, the- for real, people gave him shit about that. What? That he went and lived with this privileged white family. Like, who the fuck are you? Get over yourself, yeah. Michael. Orr. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Why wouldn't you if they offered to? See those people. Dude, he's that like were trying to save his life. Yeah, those people that were giving him shit. They just didn't have a rich white family. Come I sh- actually, I shouldn't say. That. I don't. know. He might have turned out just fine. I don't want to take anything away from uh, him, him, like himself. But I mean, these people are offering to help you, and if you know that you could use what they're offering to yeah. better your life, why wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, it's a mutual thing. It was like love. It seems like a family thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, haters, dude. Haters gonna hate. I feel like I fell in that core because I was like, yeah, I you did. I did. You're right. You did. <laughs> you can own that. So unlike the rainy nighttime scene in the movie when Leanne like drives up to Michael Orr and whatever, um, the true story of it is that she like sees him on the side of the road on a cold morning on Thanksgiving, like over the break. Okay. And her and her husband watch him get off the city bus and he's wearing just a cut off blue jeans and a t-shirt. And he's going to the gym of the school just to get away from the from the cold. Right. Um, so let's see. They picked him up at that point, and the next day they took him. Like that's when they took him shopping for the clothes and shit. Um, that's what I'm saying, man. They seem like nice people. Yeah. Joe's just very skeptical. Yeah. Of just, people. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't. I'm not trusting. So I always feel like. What's the ulterior motive? You yeah. trying to get Michael Orr in bed with you and your husband, you freak? Okay, but and that is in the movie though. That's a, I mean, the whole what? Thing. That's in the movie? Yeah, like people asking why they're doing it. Because, oh, really? Because well, yeah, I'll get to. Oh that. shit! To I'm that. I'm personifying the shitty characters in the movie. I <laughs> really are. That's why I just keep letting <laughs> you're the him NCAA. Do it. That's what you are. <laughs> that's why I just keep letting him do it. I'm just like <laughs> Joe's just walking himself into a corner, dude. So in the movie, watch the movie next time, dude. <laughs> in the movie, they're kind of like, "Oh, Michael Orr doesn't know how to play football. He totally knows how to play football. He's really fucking good at it. That's why yeah. he made it to the NFL. He's not just a big black guy. Was, He's fucking good at football." Which was always my question watching the movie, where I'm like, 
you're not trying to really sell me this bill of goods that Sandra Bullock's out there teaching him how to play football. Okay, I guess you yeah. are. She Fine. never went out on the field right. and gave him this pep talk of family. Like He knew how to play and was amazingly good. Uh, the one thing where they were like, Collins got picked on or something, so he picked up the dude and uh, like took him across the field and fucking threw him down. Like That shit. I think that happened. He did throw a kid, but it wasn't because of that. Um, they said Collins had in the movie was getting shit for him. I feel him. like he would have been suspended. Was he suspended for throwing the kid? Yeah. Um, no. I, yeah, I think it was. He was. He was. Okay. But I was gonna say in the movie was he it? never he never had to stand up for Collins because she was super popular and everybody liked her, knew who she was, and she was yeah. well liked. Yeah, and all rich. of her friends were super open to Michael living with them, which in the movie they portrayed as like this big ordeal of like oh you have just a stranger big huge black guy living with you in tennessee who are you wasn't like that at all everybody was super cool with it oh my god get over yourself with your big black guy that lives at your house (laughs) um next the car accident scene which is a big one uh where michael sticks his arm out and, and saves sj sean jr from getting hurt in the accident so that really happened but kind of differently in real life and the real life one Michael's truck skidded on the ice at 25 miles an hour and crashed head on onto a van that was going 25 miles an hour where in the movie it's like daytime and it's totally cool. There's dancing to music in the car and he hit some, um, but he did stop the airbag with his arm. It was all burnt and shit. Pretty fucking cool. And then, um, so the dad, you brought the dad, Sean Tui, like what he does or whatever. He is, uh, the announcer for the Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies. And has been for a long time. Dude, I knew I knew that name. That's why. How did he get so He rich? also owns over 80 KFCs, Taco Bells. Okay. Dude, I knew I like, knew that name. Uh, what are they? Hold on. I have it written down. In Tennessee, you own a bunch of KFCs, and you are the richest person <laughs> you in are Taco Bell, Long John Silver, KFC, and Off the Grill. Oh, he threw in fucking Long John Silver? Yeah. He got the fancy Tennessee. Dude, I haven't heard the words Long John Silver in a decade, and now there's nothing I want more than a hush puppy. Dude, I never... Well, let's make Ugh. real ones, then. I've never been to Long John Silver's. you never been to Long John so Silver's? Gross. It's fucking... It's... Joe... Don't you dare. It's Joe, fucking great. It's not. Joe, you've been on the wrong side of everything. It's tonight. an acquired taste, all right? Yeah. I'll agree with that. For sure. I'll, um, I'll agree with it, though. I just admitted I've never had it. So It's just fried fish and then uh, hush puppies. We can wrap this movie up and then get on to the stuff because I want to answer your question when you said, uh, like, was there anything, any brushback, I guess, from them taking this kid in? And there was. Because he chose to go to Ole Miss for college, for his scholarship, and that's where they went to school. So then the NCAA was saying, well, you were brought into this family a couple years. Now you're going to their college. How persuasive were they? You went from a .06 GPA to all of a sudden a 2.5, which gets you into college. How much help did they get? And he did. He had a tutor, and he took these other courses. He really did bust his ass to get there. It's all legit. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Because there is a lot of... Right. Well, but that's, that's not the case. They adopted him. He he is their son. Um, he didn't know his dad. His mom was a drug addict. Some of the stuff in the movie, too, where like Sandra Bullock went to visit the mom and there was all this gangster shit talking to her and whatever. That never happened. Dude, that was that almost threw the whole movie for me. It was kind of lame, right? She, like, like, Sandra Bullock like goes into this like real hardcore neighborhood and everyone's like throwing a tons like just... 
really, really a lot of cartoonish, cartoonish ghetto stuff, and she just like shows how tough she is, and everyone backs off. You know, she's like real yeah. stern. That didn't happen at all. She hey, just went right up to the. I'm a mom who's primary. not going to stand for this negative talk. Yeah. That's almost exactly, exactly what the she The next does. person who swears is doing push ups. <laughs> yeah, no, you she have was no never idea how close you are during, okay. that, Good. during that at all. So, Michael Orr played in the NFL, uh, Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans, um, the latest Carolina Panthers. He was released. In the summer this year, and he is not in the NFL anymore. Oh, blindsided by He that made news. a lot of money, though, yeah, man. Dude, but he was like in the league for what, eight years? I'm, yeah. Seven years? Yeah. Eight, eight seasons? I mean, the, the deal he signed with Tennessee was four years, 20 mil. Let me see if I can pull up what. So, in case got. he didn't save that money, how much do you think he gets in the will? Oh, plenty. Compared to the other kids. How many kids they got? Uh, just three. Well, he's one of them. He's one of the three. I'm sure they'll just. Do you think he gets a third? Probably. When the parents go, he gets a third, and the other two get a third. Yeah, I mean, it seems like these people were on the up and up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Joe, you are just unbelievable. I'm just asking. Adopted kids don't always get the full share that the the biological kids get. He they cut him. He would have made two mil off of his signing bonus for this year. So does Jay Jr. get a little more? Earnings. Where are we at? Earnings. Give me earnings. Ah. Oh, here we he go. He has an answer. He so made, made thirty four and a half million dollars. That's a lot of money. Does he get the same cut that uh Jay Jr. or whatever does? I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the family. But yeah, I would assume so. Okay. I'm sure okay. they treat him just like family. Okay. Because I, hold on. Sean Tui and Leanne Tui. Have made they have more money than Michael Orr does. That's what I'm saying. So when they pass, because Michael Orr has made a lot of money, do you think the other two kids get the same cut as Michael Orr, or do you think he gets uh, less I, because of the money he's made? Or no, less because it's because so the, much they just give it to everybody. It doesn't matter. Okay, okay. It's not like Orr still has thirty four and a half million dollars. He never had it to begin with. Cut it in half, pay everybody out. He's lucky if he has five million dollars in the bank right now. Okay. Am I wrong? Do you think he invested properly? I don't know. Yes. You're right. He probably invested in the restaurants. No, he he's probably very well <laughs> he off. He owns a chain of KFCs in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, no, you're seriously, probably right. No, he probably no. does. He probably was a big part of Yes, I'm sure the family who helped him all the way through there probably also helped him like, "Hey, football's not going to last forever." Yeah. Because they pushed for education, they pushed for all that stuff. So he was our financial guy. You can trust everybody. You're right. set up good. Don't worry about. Don't buy into any of that. Yeah. You know. I mean, have fun, party, do what you're gonna do as an adult. But I bet you he. I bet and, I, and he seems like a pretty smart guy who just was not applying himself. If you own so, one Taco Bell, you can live off of that. Yeah. I knew so, a guy. I knew a guy who owned like five Taco Bells. He was filthy rich, right? Or like franchise. He was filthy rich, unimaginable wealth, <clears throat> at least to me. So even if that's part of the will, I give you ten restaurants. It's up to you now. You fuck them up. If it's if you fuck them up, that's on you. But I just don't this know how is you where we get a, a lot of revenue Bell. from it. No, you don't. That's no, but I mean, mean, like, and I'm not even insulting Taco Bell. It's just like it's such like a well-oiled machine at this point. Like, how do you screw up a Taco Bell? What's your favorite fast food place? Like, hmm. I mean, honestly, in the whole 
ever yeah, is, if, if is there White was Castle. One, White Castle? I love White what Castle. What do you get from there? And Literally anything on the menu. Literally, and I like everything, but just the little original sliders. All right. Joe? With cheese, though. Depends on the day, man. Some days I want a Wendy's. Some days I want a Jack in the Box. You don't have a favorite? There's nothing that just you always love? Rallies. All right. Dude, I have never been to a Rallies. Me either. Secondly. but Oh, Joe. I'm I'm spilling on the par. I'm going to speak for my wife here because I know I'm right. You can now. Her very favorite thing, maybe, in the world uh, is Wendy's. Really? She loves Mm -hmm. Wendy's. She loves the Wen, dude. So, like, I used to go to Wendy's as a kid. Then I stopped going to Wendy's because there wasn't one near me. I was kind of a Filiberto's Jack in the Box guy. Gained 60 pounds. <laughs> then, uh, dude, as soon as I started dating Brittany, it was like we went to Wendy's all the time. And now Wendy's would be a, a, probably a number one because of how often I get to eat it. But if I could pick White Castle, I would. Uh-huh. Yeah, we don't have any White Castles out here. We just have to go to the grocery store and buy them frozen. My just, son loves their chicken sandwiches. Fucking loves them. By the way, dude, take him shout out to my son's team. Baseball won the championship. Back-to-back championships. I was waiting, dude. I was shout like, out. Dude. Congratulations, B. They were down 2 nothing after the first. They came back. They put my son into pitch. He was supposed to pitch the fifth and sixth because the plan was to be in the lead by then. But they had to put him in the third and fourth. Struck out four of the six batters he faced. Fucking lights out. And they scored five, and they won five to two. Nice, They got dude. championship rings. It nice, was fucking dude. cool, dude. So now his first basketball game is this Saturday, and football starts in January. He, he doesn't stop. But this one was cool. He was real stoked because we had played this team. We. Braden had played, <laughs> had played this team three times during the regular season. We He had played every other team only once, but they kept scheduling us against them. Over and over again, and we lost two games to one to them, but it was always close. And when they got up 2 nothing, very first inning, man, that was rough because we're like, oh, we're just going to get shelled. It's um, never how the playoffs work. But they yanked, they yanked the pitcher like right away. They, all right, you gave up two runs. Let's get somebody else in here. You just don't have it, which is what a lot of <laughs> Major League Baseball teams should do. When your pitcher doesn't have it, get their ass out so you can salvage something. Yeah. And we did. We we didn't score anymore. They didn't get many hits after that. It was cool, dude. It's it's this weird, stupid thing that when you're a parent, it's the only way to really probably understand it that you get so much more proud for the shit they do than you ever did. Watching your own son run after he wins a championship to his teammates jumping around and the smile on his face is like, dude, that's way more happier than I ever was. So next week, instead of doing uh, another true story, Let's do a uh, fun. I want to do Moneyball. Let's do a fun kid one. Let's do like little big league where you get to fucking see the. Well, kid. it's not a true story. Who We're cares? only doing true stories. Why? We don't have to. Let's do something fun. All right, let's, let's do all... Rookie of the Year. Murder I've watched you can Rookie see of the Year kid. a million times. Rollerball. Rollerball. Yes. It's uh, LL so... Cool J's finest, except for Deep <laughs> Blue Sea. <laughs> Thank you. Now we're okay. Thank. You. I've seen that. Deep Blue Sea <laughs> is the it. shit. Yeah. I was in high school, I think. When is that, that a Johnny show. Tsunami? Is that a sports movie? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Let's do Brink. I literally was just thinking. No. Brink? Yeah, the roller, break? The rollerblading movie. What's dog. in the duffel bag? Nunya. Nunya business. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, never mind. Let's not do that one. Uh, <laughs> what should we do? Let's pick something and we'll... Uh, the we'll fan. Ooh, I like that. Or the comedic version, Celtic Pride. 
Come on, man. You know what I'm talking about? No, for real. Let's pick a movie. I said the fan. I was serious. And, we'll, and next week, we'll break it. It doesn't have to be a true one. I don't have to keep doing all this research on it. Eight millimeter. Takes place at a boxing match. <clears throat> and we'll kind of we'll talk about it and make fun of it because every movie's fucked up wait in up. some way. No, wait up. And everyone listening to this, no, go watch it. No, I'm thinking it. Snake Eyes, and not we'll, 8 millimeter. What about, what about Rocky Four? Because I could probably talk about that. Is that the Tommy Morrison one? No, Tommy Gunn? No, yeah. dude, that's five. Four uh-huh. is Ivan Drago. Oh, it is. I, I haven't talk about seen any for- of the Rockies in forever. Stop. Oh, I'm not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I've seen them. I didn't see Rocky Balboa. My, dude, well, you messed up. But I've seen Creed. Oh, Creed's Creed's real let's, good. Let's do, let's do one. Which is better, Creed us. or Southpaw? I didn't Creed, personally. But, but I watched Southpaw like on an airplane. So I need to sit also, down. Also, here's the thing. I think if I honestly, if you have a child, it's Southpaw. If you don't, it's Creed. Because of the touching fucking heartstring moments of How about all this? Southpaw. Let's do one none of us have seen. <clears throat> yeah, I'm cool with that. And pick something like Angels in the Infield. Are you talking well, about that, like the that DVD hasn't been one? made? Yeah, man. it's like the third sequel. It, is they that did. a real movie? Yeah. That's been made. Yeah. Ain't, if you can get the movie, I'll watch it. All right. I'm not going out of my way to find angels in the infield. Well, there was angels in the infield. There was angels in the backcourt. There was angels in the end zone. Oh, my God. It's they've like made, Air Bud. Yeah, they've made sequels. No. Let's watch an Air Bud, dude. No. <laughs> no. Air Bud 4, Golden Receiver. <laughs> Lords of Dogtown. It's, Is that skateboarding? Seen it. Damn it. Oh, I love. Yeah, I love skateboarding. I've never seen ones, it. Let's dude. do one we've never Wait, seen. Wait, Dogtown? Is that what you said? Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, I've seen Dogtown that. and Z Boys or whatever. I would, I would love to do one of those because it's a documentary All right. style. Oh, I've seen Or a 30 for say, 30. Pick gleaming, a 30 for 30. Gleaming the Cube. What is that? It's, oh, we should do Gleaming the Cube. It's a skate movie from back in the day starring Rad. Christian Slater. And Tony Hawk uh, is a prominent character throughout, but he's like 15. Wow. Gleaming the Cube. I mean, I just don't know where I'm going to watch that. Yeah, where are we going to find it? YouTube? Maybe. Look it up. Let's see if we can look it up. What about... Uh, Gleaming the Cube? A sports mm-hmm. movie none of us have ever seen? That's hard, dude. It is. I that's know. why it's good. And that's why our that's audience... That's why we should probably think about it before we start trying to have a no, production I think we should again. come up. I think we should come up with one now so that our <laughs> audience can watch it too. Well, and then we'll start taking... Everybody that's listening, give us ideas. Whatever you want us to watch. Sports movie. A League of Their Own. Seen it. I've seen that. I like Love it. That it's movie. a great That's movie. That's what I'm saying. Let's just do that one, and then we'll work on this one that we none of us have ever seen. Maybe we do a live episode. Holy shit, it is. It's on YouTube? Gleaming the Cube is. Fuck yeah, it is. Are we going to do Gleaming yes. the Cube? Yes. Full yes. Full movie. Yes. An hour, 44 minutes. Yes. Bro, Hold on. Shut the fuck are up. Are we Gleaming the Cube? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> no. Yes. But just to know that it's an option. Hold on. Yes. This is straight off of YouTube. And our audience can watch it as well. Make sure to tune in next week to Borrow Room Heroes. I'll Hold do on. it. Let me see. I'll do it. Let's Let go over. It totally is on YouTube. Gleaming the cube. Then let's do that one. Who Class. cares? 1989. Full yeah. right. Classic. We'll do it. All right. We'll do it. Tony Hawk is a pizza delivery boy who delivers on his board. Rad, dude. They, they oh, visit. Yeah, I can put YouTube on the old TV and watch it normal. They visit uh, different drains, swimming pools. To Bro, you got to save it for next week. All right. All right. Well, let's, he's out let's here hyping the here. movie. We're going to even have to do the episode. Yeah, we got to get out of here because you and I got to get to our show. Joe. Oh, we crushed, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Joe decided to turn Joe decided down the to show. Pass on that. Yeah, why did, why did you do that? Cause, uh, Just go. Because I didn't have a lot of time to hang out with my wife tonight, and I wanted to give uh, a night to her. All right. Bring, bring can't her. argue with that. Nah, I can't argue. No, she's not going to a it's fucking totally show. D- taking a, taking, yeah, it's totally different. 
Come to the show and spend some really quality time with her. As every comedian bothers the fuck out of you. Yes, and this is this is the saying. one. That I'll, I'll be out again soon, but uh, tonight yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to stay in and uh, catch up on. It's all good, man. Yeah, you know, Chris had a killer set. I didn't do good. Last time I don't I, know also, what I'm doing yet. Also, I'm, last time I went to this that. venue, uh, Kevin Crush and I fucking bombed, so I didn't want to repeat of that. Well, we went since then. You and I, have and we both did well that night. Um, Kevin did better than I did, but we both did well. Guys, it's not a contest. Get over I know yourself. it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, let's get the fuck out of here. Guys, watch Gleaming the Cube on YouTube. That's all you have to type in is Gleaming the Cube. G-L-E-E-M-I-N-G-T-H-E. You know what's up. C-U-B-E. Gleaming the Cube. We're going to watch it. We'll talk about it next week. It's going to be a really good time. Other than that, enjoy the shit out of your weekend and all the sports and listen to the Jackson 5 as we get the fuck out of the bar. See you. Come on, let me show you.